Hey guys, what you're about to hear is our second podcast. It's basically me. I'm a guy born on the southwest side of Chicago, about $75,000 in debt. Um, I always had gluten intolerance, was always chronically ill. At times I felt just like a piece of shit kind of person. And um, I have an idea. I want to help people now. I removed gluten, became vegan. So all these things was helping me out. And I want to just share it with people. So I have an idea to bring plant-based foods and allergy-friendly plant-based foods into Inglewood or underserved communities. So this is going to be the journey from a, an idea to an actual company. See if this can happen. So follow along and see if it can happen. Love you guys. Enjoy. Welcome to Beyond Food Market Podcast number two. So guys, my first episode of the podcast, I was like, I want to do this, 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 and that. But I've been thinking over this whole week, what I really want to do is start just podcasting my journey. Like, what I'm doing. So guys, stick around if you want to see an idea turn into a company. And then when we turn into a company, then I'll start doing the podcast stuff about all the other things. But for right now, let's just podcast about me. So maybe I'll be doing this like a once a week podcast. So stick around, subscribe, and uh, let's go. So guys, let's talk about where I'm at. Let's talk about this whole thing from the beginning. It's a podcast, so let's do it, right? So I was born in Chicago, raised on the southwest side of Chicago, um, was always tired. My whole life I was tired, like literally tired. And when I'm tired, I'd be tired. Later, I discovered that was a gluten intolerance, like about 10 years ago. Um, went vegan recent. I was uh, always sick as a child. When I was, uh... so I'm gonna tell you the whole. Let's let's let me tell you what I'm gonna do. The whole idea of Beyond Food Market is I want to bring plant-based foods into underserved communities. So, guys, I recently. This week, I applied for a provisional patent on an idea, and uh, here it is. Here, this is the first. This is the first attempt at it. Right here. I don't know if you can. You can't see it on the podcast, but I have it on video. But it's basically a cube that has a door on it. Imagine a cube with a door, and this door can be unlocked and opened three ways using an NFC reader for credit cards and mobile devices, a mobile screen for QR code, like in Asia, that's really hot in Asia, and the augmented reality application. You can view the product that's inside the vending unit on your mobile device. You know, while you're looking at it, you're holding out, you're holding, you're, you're reserving this. This is your opportunity. It's almost like you're grabbing it. It's on your phone, so you're reserving it. As you're staring at it on your phone, and then you purchase something, it'll open up. And it'll open up, and then you grab your stuff and walk out. And this came about because I had saw an episode of 60 Minutes years ago, and I thought food desert was pretty fucked up, pretty messed up. And so, also during that period, I gained a lot of freaking weight, a lot. I blew up to 245 pounds. Currently, I'm at 155, which is, I lost 90 pounds. And from 
And during that, I also discovered I had gluten intolerance. And gluten was what was messing me up as a child, which I talked about really earlier. And what happened was I was just tired. Because because I went vegan and gluten-free, all my ailments of my body are gone. Gone. Like completely gone. And I have read stories of people doing this. They're like, oh, everything went away. It's like, what? And I, I was like, oh, it just wouldn't register. I don't know why. It just didn't register. But And it took me this long. I'm, I'm 48 years old right now. 48. So it's taking me, it's taking me, man, like my heart used to hurt. It started hurting when I was like 28. Like right now it doesn't hurt as much. Like maybe just once in a while. But, you know, I was having chest pain all the time. Also, gluten. Gluten was messing up my entire life. It was literally messing up my entire life. Like I was in a, in a brain fog. I couldn't think. I couldn't read. Like I couldn't read aloud. It was, it was a very hard time for me to comprehend things. I was always sleeping in school. All the teachers were like, "Jose, why are you always sleeping in school? Why are you always so tired?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm just so tired." And I was like, "I have a paper route." I was only like twice a week in the afternoon and in the morning. And I was still exhausted. And I, the teachers would let me sleep. They would just let me sleep in class. And the grades were all decent, you know. But, I mean, there's teachers. If you're out there, if you're one of my teachers and you remember me sleeping in class, comment below. And, um, so, like, I would sleep. Like, I'd wake up tired, and then I'd sleep on the car ride to school, and then I would go in school, and I'd be like, couldn't keep my eyes open. I'd be sleeping in school. I would sleep on the ride home. I would come home, drop my school bag on my bedroom floor, jump on my bed and pass out. Wake up, eat some dinner, watch some TV maybe, go go to sleep, and repeat the process again. Like, that's... That was crazy. And you might be asking, Jose, why didn't you see doctors? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, because when I was a kid, I was four years old. I was eight months old, and I was sent to live in Mexico with my grandmother. So I was in Mexico. And from what I can remember, I remember the first time I had told her, I'm like, Grandma, because I remember, like, I was like, man, Grandma, my, my knees hurt. My, my stomach is killing me, and I'm exhausted. She's like, and I remember her telling her my aunt. She said, "Go see the doctors." She said, "Go see the doctors here. Go see the doctors there." And she went to go see the doctors. No, he's not there. He's not there. I said, "Okay." And then we went to go see another doctor, and we finally saw a doctor. And they just didn't know anything at the time, because I ended up seeing like that I can remember like ten doctors in three different cities, and, and I saw two like, like. <laughs> here's the crazy part. <laughs> So I see lots of doctors, right? We went to, we would go to, so we would, in the hometown, we probably saw about three or four doctors from the actual Tarimoro Guanajuato, from that little town, Pueblo. And I remember we saw a few doctors in Celaya, like maybe four doctors in Celaya. And then we went to another city called Salvatierra. And that was, we saw doctors there. And then my brother would come see doctors with us because we were always sick. Always sick, always tired. Some were so messed up, and her knees were killing us. Well, for me, my knees were always hurting. They'd always check my knees. They'd always like, 
reflex thing. But so <laughs> I saw these doctors and they were giving medicine, but and nothing was working because it was a gluten intolerance. Then um, four years old, four and a half years old, I'm back in the States. I come, you know, time to move back to America, right? I grew up, like, dude, the city, the little town, they had houses built out of mud, like mud, and there's mud streets. Like, like my cousins would work in a factory that made mud bricks. Like, they get the mud, mix it up, and it would return to a brick. They'd fire it up, and it's like, like a brick and a, and a shingle. That was crazy. I used to help out when I was a baby, when I was a kid, go there. It was great. It was great. So it was, it was like coming to America. It was like a big freaking city. And... Guess what? They didn't speak English. Nope. I'd be in kindergarten and all the kids would be like, what the fuck are you saying? What language is that? Because <laughs> I didn't know how to speak. I didn't know how to speak English. You know, I don't even know when I started speaking English. I don't know if it was, did I know some English before kindergarten? Did I know? No, I, I don't know. I don't remember. So, I must have known some English because I was able to communicate a little bit some of the kids so maybe I was maybe I had a year to learn oh you know what I did learn English I learned from watching television because when I would when my mother was she would she would just put me in front of TV you know she's like sit here and watch TV and that's it I would just watch television like zoomed out like just oh and that's where I got to learn about electric company and Sesame Street Mr. Rogers and all the good stuff so guys, and and after discovering, um, after being sick, right, I um, came to the states. And I saw more doctors. One doctor's like, "Oh, he has asthma." Oh, uh, another doctor's like, "Oh, we have to take his tonsils out." I took my tonsils out. Still didn't help. So I just, I was just, I was just sick. I was just chronically ill. I just began to accept that fact that was like that was like I was like I remember one time in the, in the alley when I was a child and I was like wow because my knees were killing me like throbbing painful and I was like well I guess that's what it means to be a human on earth to live with this because I'm like everybody else is eating and doing the same thing I'm doing right so I, I just didn't click for me it didn't, it didn't, it didn't register and so let's fast forward really quick how I discovered it. I was working at Gino's Ace Pizza as a security guard. And the reason I couldn't have, I, I couldn't have a, let's really backtrack one more step. I could, couldn't really have a job because I was always sleeping. I, I was literally sleeping like sometimes maybe 20 hours a day. Like that's, like I couldn't move at times. Like, I, like it was ridiculous. I couldn't get out of the bed. Like I was frozen because I was because the gluten intolerance was killing the VLI, just doing so much damage to my body that I didn't know about. But again, that was normal for me. That was normal. I thought that was normal. And I was writing Gino's East, and the guy was telling me, he's like, hey, you guys have gluten-free pizza. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And he's like, at, the time, at that time, I was trying to lose weight, too. I was trying to, you know, it's probably a year in, a year and a half in, two years in, to my journey of losing weight, I started at 245 pounds. The first year I lost 25 pounds. 
pounds at the 220. That was a big accomplishment because that's what I was at when I went to college the first time. Anyway. So, he tells me about gluten-free, what gluten is, and I was going home and I was like, because his friend lost five pounds. I'm like, hey, I, I can lose five pounds really quick. So I go online, research it, I'm like, whoa, wait a hold, hold on, hold on. This sounds like me. And there's all these symptoms, right? Like, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you, do you, I used to have like bumps all right here in the back of my arms. You can't see, but on my tricep, bunch of like inverted pores, dark pores, bumps just there for years, years. And, and I was reading like headaches, uh, brain fog, like gluten would literally put me in a state of like a zombie like state, like literally. Couldn't think, couldn't process. Like, dude, I just, you know what's cool? What's crazy? The Latin word for gluten means glue. Yeah, glue. So that's interesting. But, so, when I discovered that the, the, at mindbodygreen.com, great website, what I did was like, I was like, wait a minute, let me try it. I tried it for I tried two weeks, don't eat gluten, right? And it worked. It worked. But then for the next four or five years, I had to start navigating what it meant to be gluten-free. Like it was a struggle trying to trying to find out what food. I'm like, what? I'm like, and then there was gluten hidden in certain things that you would have never guessed that you eat and it makes you sick. And that means being gluten and being glutinous. So some people can be extremely terrible. I mean, for me, when I, you know, when I was a child, I would literally be throwing up and having massive diarrhea at the exact same time. Like, literally, I'm like, coming up in one at the same time. It was terrible. So, discovered I had gluten intolerance. All my symptoms went away. And I used to have this, dude, you know what was crazy, too? I would have, like, a foul order that would come out of my mouth. Girlfriends commented, people commented. It was like... It's because that V, I, I believe, because of the villi, when you eat gluten, it kills the villi in your stomach. So I believe that was coming out through your intestine, through your whole tract, right? And so I had got root canals done thinking that was the problem. No, that wasn't the problem. It was just, it was that. And I would get, and at, later on in life, I started developing out like thick, coating of some yellow, yellowish film on my tongue too and I was like man that's crazy but again I was like man what's going on with me man I, I was really getting crazy I was like doing I started doing research I started doing research and I thought I had um, candida it was like when you eat too much uh, sugar or carbohydrates so I started slowing down on that and I started feeling better because I was reducing my gluten intake and then it took me a while to find out about the gluten, which totally just flipped the switch. So I had to learn a lot. So because of, and then I went vegan, and then vegan flipped it on me even more. It was like, it was like going gluten-free twice. Or if you're vegan, it's like going vegan twice. If you were gluten-free, it's like going gluten-free twice. To go vegan and gluten-free, holy moly. And so those two things changed my life. And that's the reason I want to start Beyond Food Mart. I know there's kids out there that are that are sleeping all the time, just like me, because because I discovered it's one of the top eight allergies in America. 
and I think even the world. So there isn't any of these allergy-friendly foods in these areas. There's, there's not even really... They're called food deserts for a reason. Food deserts is basically or just an area of the country where it's kind of like hard to get nutritious foods at a consistent basis. And because of what I went through, I want to bring food in there to bring awareness. I want to be the one to just be like, I want to be a gluten intolerance advocate. That's what I want. That's what I want to talk about. Gluten intolerance and the effects it has on the human body. And for those reasons, that's what Beyond Food Market, that's the idea. Now, can an idea turn into a company? That's what Beyond Food Market is going to that's what you're going to be listening to the, the journey from a guy that had an idea and uh, this guy used to be a piece of shit too forgot to tell you that right gotta tell you that cheat buy steal do some evil shit you know fucked up stuff but uh, you know what the fuck you know I haven't done my taxes for years just barely did that um, it, like my life was just like a freaking train wreck bro like <laughs> I can't even believe how messed up it was. So, I've been slowly trying to get everything back on track, lose weight. I mean, losing big time weight too. I feel great. I feel great. So, because of that, I'm like, man, I was saying, you know what? You gotta just tell people. You know how when you find out something good and you're like, oh, you gotta try this? That's that's all I want to do. I want to be like, hey man, hey, you gotta try this. It's pretty good. And I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like trying to be forced veganism. I'm not gonna force trying to be gluten free because for lots of reasons, you know. Like I've been there. I'm not trying to convert nobody. I'm gonna just provide it. Because I know there's people in in these areas, in these communities, that have been asking for it for years. And I hope that this idea can work. I hope it can come to fruition. So the next step is now, I'm going to try and make a prototype. Now I've been working at DePaul University at their idea realization lab. This one, this one's, this right here. I made this one I was at the Polsky Center working on my first project. My brother had funded that first year of me, you know, at Polsky Center and all the other things I was working on for that year. So thanks, Hunger Shot, my brother. And my my sister Christina, she's been I've been living here. She pays all the bills here. So shout out to my sister Christina and my sister Diana as she's the one that actually has given me one thousand dollars investment to get this prototype. So once I get this prototype, it's all on me to see if it's going to turn into something. So guys, why don't you stick around, subscribe, listen to the next podcast, or if you have any questions, let me know. If you need any more clarification, because I ran through a lot of stuff here. Um, I'm I'm on the continual process of trying to become a better human. Shout out to Gary Vaynerchuk. I've been listening to him. I've been posting on YouTube for about a year. Since no, I think no, yeah, remember me when I first did the video. So, shout out to Gary. Thanks a lot. Guys, 
um, follow Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I guess that's it, man. Appreciate you listening to the second podcast. So, guys, the next podcast we're going to be talking about. I'm just going to do a weekly thing. So let's recap. What did I get done this week? Number one, I submit. I fin- submitted the provisional patent for this box, this all-in-one vending unit box. And the reason I, I think this is going to work, let me just one last thing before we go, is because I feel a lot of things are commoditized now, like the screens, these NFC readers, a box. And we're going to use Peltier technology. It's like little refrigerators that you put on the, on the counter. That's it. So, that's what we accomplished. Did the provisional patent for this. It's going to be run by augmented reality application as well. Um, number two, mailed off my federal taxes. That's great. And number three, I've also been revise, revising and cleaning up a pitch deck that I had made last year at Operation Hope while I was doing it in Inglewood. And for what I'm going to do is I'm making it because I saw on Twitter about two months ago the city of Dallas was taking requests for ideas to help in their food deserts. And I was like, man, you know what? I want to do that. But I had to wait until now. I had to wait until today. Until two days ago to finally submit this so I can start showing it. Because I wanted to have a little bit of IP, I guess. Because I had listened to mentors. And, and I just think that was a good route to go. you know. So I did. And I'm not a patent attorney, so let's see if it works, right? Alright guys, um, that's about it. If you have any comments or questions, comment below, subscribe, let me know. And the next episode is going to be next week, what we accomplish for next week. So what's today, Saturday or Sunday? Okay, so how about we do a, a daily, every weekly Sunday thing. So guys, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my story. Love you guys, bye.